something that was out of character this week. And I went to the movie theater. <laughs> Uh, and you know, I had taken a hiatus because of COVID, so I had to go back and it's spooky season. So I had to go and see horror films in theaters. So I went opening night, Thursday night to David Gordon Green's Halloween ends. Yes. Which is his third installment of his trilogy of Halloween, like requels. It's not really a sequel. It's not really a remake. It kind of follows after the original Carpenter Halloween, but not really, like very loosely. It has the same yeah. characters, basically. Um, and I liked his first Halloween movie for what it was. I don't think it was, it didn't hold a candle to the original, obviously, sure. but it had some interesting ideas. I liked Halloween Kills, which is the second one a little bit less, although there was some really cool kills and imagery. And this one is just like a fascinating artifact of like <laughs> what happened here. Because in a good way or a bad way? Oh, sorry, continue. Well, it's hard to say because I didn't love this movie. There was a lot to like about it. Like the again, like I feel like David Gordon Green understands horror. Like he gets scary yeah. stuff, like the kills and the graphic violence and really unique uses of different things that did work for me. It was the storytelling. I don't think he's a great storyteller. I think that he thrives when it's something like Pineapple Express where you're like feeding off of the antic kind yeah. of comedy of Seth Rogen and James Franco, whereas this is very straight down the middle. And it's yeah. kind of like, it's like two movies smashed into one. This is what I wrote on Letterboxd. It's it's literally like, doesn't focus on Michael, doesn't focus on Lori, focuses on this other kid, Corey, who... Mm -hmm basically through a series of incidences accidentally kills a kid in their town and so the okay. town turns against him and so it's this whole like trauma story mixed with guilt and like mob mentality which has all been already very thoroughly gone over in his first two movies mm -hmm. but and then it feels like he just smashed a halloween movie into it where you're like okay and then michael is here and he's got to go do this thing with michael myers and you're like yeah what are you saying in this movie are we supposed to feel bad for this guy? Because I do, but then he starts killing people, and I'm like, is then Corey you don't. Th is Corey the character in all three movies? No, no, just he's this like last a, one. From what I can remember, he's only in this last one. He might have been oh. like a tertiary character, but sure, you know, it's him and it's Laurie's granddaughter who was a part of the first two movies. But you're sitting there going like, what are we doing? And then in the end, it's like, oh, and it is back to a Halloween movie again, where Michael yeah. is here and things have happened and. It was just really confusing to me. Like the whole time I'm sitting there like, what am I supposed to take away from this? It doesn't feel like a Halloween movie and it mm. doesn't feel like its own thing either because you keep cutting back to Lori and yeah. you're just like, but why? But why? Um, so I don't think this was terribly like effective for me, especially. Mm. It just left me going like, what were you doing? It, it, on the one hand, the movie without Michael Myers and without any of the Halloween stuff, would have been actually really cool, honestly. Yeah. It's just like, what happens when, like, an uncontrollable circumstance, like, basically rules your life, and now you have to live with it, and the guilt, and also people having perception of who you are, and making judgment calls off of that, and it's really interesting, but then you're just like, supernatural things come into play, yeah. and it's just, it, it gets ahead of itself. It's just burdened by its need to be part of the franchise. Exactly. And it's just like, mm. dude, you could have just made this a really solid one-off 
thriller, honestly, or maybe a slasher that's his own thing. But yeah, I think it just got away from him a little bit. And I think people will enjoy this because there are some interesting visual things going on and the kills are cool. Like he does, there's a really yeah. unique use of a blowtorch in that movie, which is kind of <laughs> cool. Um, is it popcorny? Like, yes and no. It's not, it's not like a traditional blockbuster movie or even sure. a traditional horror movie. Like you're sitting there going, who am I supposed to be rooting for? What's mm. the message? What's the tone? And I just left the theater going like, oh, and then in the end, he probably was like, oh, Michael is still around, so let's bring him back for this last yeah. third, you know? Mm. So I don't know. It wasn't terribly successful. I will say seeing it in the Dolby theater with the sound was pretty cool. Because nice. there's very loud bass that you just feel something going on. The seats are like shaking. And so that was pretty cool. But other than that, nah. Yeah. I just don't know if he was the right guy to do this trilogy, honestly. <laughs> I'm just like, oh my God. It's like Bruckner and Hellraiser. I'm like, something's missing here. You have yeah. the right material, just something didn't Something's fit. not connected, yeah. That'd be an interesting exercise for a recommendation is like yeah. a movie you wish was directed by a different director exactly because there's plenty of them out there and then like giving who you think the director should be you know yeah um on a similar but slightly opposite note i went and saw smile also in theaters ah which i really thought was gonna be just pure garbage i was like there's just no way this is gonna be good <laughs> and maybe i needed to go into more movies like that because yeah. it kind of got me like it's not the greatest movie but it's definitely not trash it's unique it's original the like the technical execution is mm -hmm. super high like the cinematography mm. is gorgeous the set design is amazing the acting is like top top notch like Sosie Bacon who is Kevin Bacon's daughter the, yeah. the lead of this oh my god like absolutely phenomenal and she kind of does like a one-hander in this movie where she plays a therapist psychiatrist type where she kind of is like isolated for a lot of this movie because of mm -hmm. like this demon quote-unquote thing that's following her around and she can't be around other people um but it was kind of an effective movie it's again it's doesn't necessarily reinvent the wheel but it was fun seeing it in a theater with people i went on a sunday I, yeah like at noon and half the theater <laughs> was full and i'm like dude this is nice. pretty cool um and it was just like jump scares and uh but like really interesting again the visuals like with horror it has to be the visuals where you're like yeah this is something i've never seen and smile did that i don't want to i didn't want to give this movie any credit but i'm like ah yeah. i left being like damn okay i kind of enjoyed something myself it, yeah. yeah that's um, always the best yeah yeah and it's just a strange cast too it's like cal penn is in it um jesse t usher who's a train from the boys yeah. he's in it you know yeah. kyle gallner's in it like just some ra a bunch of random people who all do really really strong work in this film so if you're gonna see a movie a horror movie in theaters i would check this out. definitely go see barbarian that's a note that's you know but <laughs> sure. i would see smile over halloween ends um because it's just it's it, it made me feel like i was in middle school again i'm like ah yeah I remember this kind of movie. You don't have to think too hard about it, but it definitely like when I shut my eyes, I can see the imagery. That's when you know that it got, that there's something yeah. going on there. And Parker Finn, man, he's not, I think this is his first movie. So I'm like, yeah, I was, was going to say, I think that's like his first thing ever. Like, yeah. you know, if, if it was a little less than completely effective, like 
that can be forgiven and like let's keep an eye on this guy that in this movie's already crossed a hundred million dollars at the the worldwide yeah. box office and i'm like okay so he's gonna get there's more. something else coming from <laughs> there's him, something yeah. else coming from parker finn so so yeah uh two like not total throwaway theater going yeah. experiences for me um nice what have you been checking out this past week so um I'll start with, uh, since you're on the Halloween train, Let's do we'll it. do my hilarious addition to this. <laughs> but I watched um, Hocus Pocus 2, okay. which is out now on Disney Plus, mm. which is good. Mm. It's weird to try and like qualify the quality of this film because, I mean, like... Bette Miller, Sarah Jessica Parker, and I don't know the third one's name, but like the witches are like right back into it. Same, it's like yeah. perfect. Yeah. You and like you would think that like maybe Sarah Jessica Parker, like, you know, couldn't pull, but like right back in. Right back in. Exactly the same. It's excellent. The thing I'll say about this movie is I feel like it couldn't decide how much of a nostalgia trip it wanted to be. Ah. Because there are times it goes right into remember this from the first movie like this and then there's times where yeah. it's like a completely new concept kind of thing that i'm kind of like are oh, okay mm. cool cool um so okay. it's okay it was it was good i enjoyed watching it like my wife and i watched it while well, carving pumpkins so it was kind of like a fun like halloween thing yeah oh, um nice. i think the first one is still better sure Sure. And I can't believe how fast this movie got here. Like, weren't, didn't we just get this announced oh in like February or March? Yeah. I feel like we like, just were watching a trailer for it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's crazy that this just like came. Like, yeah. Here it is. Boom. Um, and it's like, it's light. It's easy. You know, yeah. um, yeah, it's a good movie to carve pumpkins to. Um, right, and I think the big thing is like it's not totally disrespectful to the original, which people absolutely yeah. love, you know? Yeah, and and like, I feel like it's weird. Like, I feel like it could have done with a couple more rounds of revision on the script. Uh, like, I wonder if there's a rush there. Because there was one, there were a couple things, like they have a song and dance number um, like they did in the first one. But that just kind of like jumps into it. Oh. You know, and you're like, well, okay. Like the, that's, a, it was like a transition that like could have been worked on on the script, I think a little bit, you know. Gotcha. Like there's, there's things that I'm like, that this yeah. could have breathed, you could have let this breathe for another year or so. But, right, right. Could have had somebody's um, eyes on this script and do a little, did a little punch up there. Do a little polish. Yeah. <laughs> what, um, what was the song this time? Um, Honestly, I don't even remember. Oh, um, it was a famous one though, right? It was, yeah, 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 yeah. It was same concept, but it was like early. It was like just when they came back, and it was like, oh, it made me. Oh, I can't. I don't remember what it was now. Um, Interesting. But it made me go. Wait, is this whole thing going to be a musical? Right. Um, which, I mean, could have been okay. <laughs> which would have been an interesting direction to go. <laughs> yeah, with. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, oh, it's one way or another. That's what it is. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. That's funny. Um, I, uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I do love that Sarah Jessica Parker was like, had basically no memory of filming the first one. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I know I was in it. Like, <laughs> yeah, that, that, that happened. Uh, yeah, sure. Sure. <laughs> um, 
which I guess makes it all the more impressive that she's right back in it, that she's not basing her performance off her previous she's performance. She's like, oh, just okay. Like, <laughs> just watched Hocus Pocus. is like, all right, I can do that again. I got that. I got that. Um, all right. And that's on what uh, you said? That's on Disney Plus. Disney Plus. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. <laughs> the other thing I watched that I've been dying to talk about, mm-hmm. um, and I'm curious if you have seen at all, I watched Shin Godzilla. No, I don't think I have. So Shin Godzilla is a 2016 Godzilla film, but made in like it's a Japanese Godzilla film. It's not mainstream U.S. Oh, um, Godzilla. Okay, I'm looking at it now. And it's directed this by this guy uh, named Hideki Hideki Ano. Um, okay, at, who also wrote it. Um, and he has this whole vision. So, like, the thing with Shin Godzilla is it's very much not about Godzilla. Okay. It's about, this is going to sound boring, but stick with me. It's about the bureaucracy of the Japanese government trying to deal with Godzilla. I love that. So, like, most of it is just, like, not having to do with Godzilla. It's like they're, like, trying to figure out, like how to beat him, like how to contain the damage, evacuation, like understanding what it is. Like there's a whole, like it opens with him just like appearing in like the water, you know, and they're like trying to determine if the water is, uh, you know, if it's like a geothermic event, Mm -hmm. if it's some kind of whale or something like what's in the water. It's like, it spends this whole thing. Um, And it becomes a really, really interesting, like character driven piece versus like, um, you know, like a a monster um, movie. Yeah. And it's very much in a similar kind of vein as the, like the seventies Godzilla's. Yeah. Which is like really, really satisfying to watch. And like, is still really cool, but like very much pays homage to like old school Godzilla. I gotcha. Okay. I love that. hundred percent worth the watch. Um, Watch it in the original Japanese mm-hmm. um, it started playing when I was playing it, it started playing with a dub. Oh no. And it, it's so, I was just like, Oh no, 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 no. You hate to see that. Um, Where is this on? Uh, I bought it on Amazon. Gotcha. Like three, or okay. I rented it on Amazon. Um, but that's why I say, make sure you rent. If you're going to rent it, make sure you rent the um, subtitled version. Oh, because uh, they're going to have different... And it's you, got it listed I, as dubbed and... yeah. Gotcha. Um, okay, okay. So, but the other... the So the interesting thing about uh, Hideki... I don't think I'm pronouncing this. Hideki. H-I-D-E-A-K-I. Hideki. Uh, Ano. Sure. The thing about this guy is he is directing a whole series of these kind of things. I just saw that. So he just did Shin Ultraman, mm-hmm. which I don't know if you're familiar with Ultraman... It's yeah. like another like, you know, kaiju based seventies show like that. Yeah, um, dying to see that now. And then they're do he's doing a Shin Common Rider, and there's like plans to bring them all together in like an Avengers style oh, shared dude. universe kind of thing. Um, and um, yeah, let's do it. And, and this qu- guy was quality like good high quality like yeah, it's like a true production like it's good. <laughs> well, and it's not even like um. It's not even that it's like high production quality, which it is, but it's like, it is very much like, it's not a CG Godzilla. Okay. You know, um, 
and it is very aware. Like there is like a corniness to it. Okay. Uh, not corniness. That's not the right word, but like a, um, an intentional homage to the style in which they made these in the seventies. Right. The original like stop motion. Okay. Yeah, okay. but it is definitely like a high quality, you know, it's sure. not like, um, they didn't just you know. slap this thing together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, I got to check that out now. Oh my God. Yeah. I, never I know there, I don't know if you ever watched, um, neon Genesis Evangelion. No, uh, but I know anime. of that movie. At yeah. Least. So that's, that's where Anno there comes from. Okay. Uh, he was one of the original guys. So damn. Okay. Really, well, really good. I'm going to wrench in Godzilla. Oh man. Yeah fascinating that was part of my uh i love it wife's out of town watch of course uh, that makes sense you can imagine hard sell yeah <laughs> yeah yeah got anything else on your list there i've got a bunch of stuff but the one I'm, i really want to talk about is a movie that i really just despised um which i can't believe i hadn't seen this yet because it came out right in a period of time where i should have seen it but i think i mm-hmm. just i had a feeling that it wasn't going to be good it's called the lazarus effect you've probably mm-hmm. seen trailers for it it sounds familiar. Stars Olivia Wilde, Mark Duplass, Evan Peters, and Donald Glover as the four leads. Yeah, I remember this. And it's basically like Flatliners. Like mm-hmm. they're trying to create a way to... I wasn't paying attention for the end of this movie, so it's hard to really like grasp. <laughs> but they're trying to figure out a way to revive the dead in a way yeah. that is not as good as flatline now flatliners is to trying to basically see what happens when you die but that's like a different kind of thing but yeah it, it's it's around that same kind of vein this movie is soulless like there's nothing in this movie that made me go anybody wants to be a part of it and you have mm-hmm. four really 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 talented actors performing at like the lowest level possible like nobody seems like they want to be there the effects are bad. It's stupid. Like it's one of those movies that I'm like, how did all of these people sign mm. on to this movie? Was it like a, oh, Olivia's doing it, so I'll do it. And then it's just like a chain reaction of people yeah. jumping onto this project. Um, directed by David Gelb, who has done pretty much nothing you've heard of. Um mm-hmm. and I think this was his one like, okay, let's go into Hollywood and, and do something. And they're like, nah, <laughs> sure. nah, nah, nah. Um, bailout bailout yeah abysmal I watched it on Tubi which is even worse because like there was ads <laughs> <laughs> so like I did it to myself but yeah it's it's a movie that it's hard to find it, it's hard to see why anybody signed on to this unless it was a cash grab like people yeah. being like well you're gonna pay me you know half a million dollars to do this for like a week they're in like a laboratory for most of it so it's not like they had to really do much moving around in, in yeah. set deck but it always interests me when I see movies with a cast like this that just completely misses the mark in just every single line. way. Makes me wonder where where the turn happened when yeah. it started going downhill, yeah. But I'm also like, you must have read this script, guys. This script is bad. Like, how did yeah. you read this and go, sure, you know? Maybe they were like, well, no one's going to see this. But I'm like, I remember the trailers for this a lot when I was yeah. in high school and, like, college. And it's just like, oh, my God. Um, so, yeah, The Lazarus Effect don't watch it it's really really a slog to get through and it's just i don't know (laughs) it's just like how how does this happen donald glover is bad in this movie i've never seen that before like (laughs) yeah that's 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 a challenge that's crazy like almost impressive yeah exactly so like it's one of those things um so yeah 
that's what I checked out this week. <laughs> I will I will tag one more on to the end of this yeah. since we're we're talking about movies that were not good. Yeah. I watched um The Laundromat. It's a Soderbergh movie. Oh, is with, that bad? Um, it's not great. It's interesting. It's the cast is absolutely insane. Of course. Um like down the line. I mean it's like Soderbergh calls whomever he wants and like they pick up the phone. Yeah. <laughs> and like there are people who are trying in this. Mm-hmm. Like it's Gary Ullman, it's Meryl Streep, it's Antonio Banderas, you know, like huge names just off that. But then also like Robert Patrick's in there. Oh. Um, David Schwimmer shows up mm-hmm. like uh, James Cromwell's in it for a hot minute. Um, mm-hmm. Jeffrey Wright's in it. Sharon Stone's in it. What the hell? Like the, it just goes down the line and it's, it is very much, um, should have prepared for this better i wasn't going to talk about this one but uh (laughs) there's like one scene where it's will forte and chris parnell just like sitting in a bar talking it's like the weirdest like just yeah it's endlessly bizarre how much talent is in this and it's just kind of like directed at nothing like it's trying to tell a story about how corrupt like financial business law is yeah you know, Antonio Banderas and Gary Ullman are lawyers who like set up shell companies for people kind of thing. And it's okay. told in a vignette style that like, it's it just, just kind of, successful. you just get through it and you're like, okay, like, <laughs> like that happened. the individual scenes were <laughs> fine, but the overall like message just didn't come through in my opinion. Like, Interesting. I mean, and it's Soderbergh who just like, well, yeah, I mean, it's like, yeah, Soderbergh doesn't make bad movies, but this is not not, <laughs> not in his echelon of, yeah. Well, it's weird because Soderbergh also is just like a, a numbers guy. He's like, let's, I'm just going to make movies. Like he does yeah. one or two a year, like every year. So it's like, yeah. it's so, it's so not all of them are going to be, you know, sex lies and videotape. So, but, <laughs> but yeah. like, that's pretty crazy to me. He doesn't have that many misses. So, huh. yeah. And it's like, I like, yeah, the individual vignettes are not bad, but it just doesn't all fit together. And it's done with yeah. this weird narration thing but with Gary Oldman and Antonio Banderas where they're like talking to the camera. It's, it's, it tries stuff. Yeah. It just, for me, it didn't really hit. I was just kind of like, yeah, okay. ah, all right. But, well, they can't all be winners, I guess. Yeah. They can't all be contagious. So it goes. <laughs> <laughs> or oceans. <laughs> I guess Contagion it's pretty good. captured its place in history. 